0: I'm so excited to make out with somebody. All right, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, now I'm just telling advice to myself.
1: Now I'm like, Guess go and make out, Allie. Yeah. Go make, make out, out with, with someone. someone. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. I'm Allie Jackson, back with my co-host... Hello, hello. Happy New Year. Oh, Erica Spira. Hi.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My bad. (laughs) New year, new name, maybe? Yeah. Hello. Hi. Happy New Year, everybody.
1: Happy New Year. Um, Erica, right before we hit record, I heard that you maybe had a date today. All right. I said maybe because
0: you know how some dates come where you go in and you go, is this a date? I think it's a date. I'm pretty sure.
1: It hasn't happened to me I in don't. a long time since I mostly go on dating updates these days. But like, yeah. I'm very curious. I'm curious. I need to know what happened. All right.
0: Yeah. Not a, not a very confident start here, but um,
1: <laughs> new year, new me.
0: Less confident. Great. <laughs> <Right. me>? uh, <laughs> all right. Well, it's who I brought up last time. Uh, my Merry Christmas text. Uh, burger. I believe we're calling him. Yeah. 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 So you know, next holiday, next text. Uh, <laughs> oh, he sent you a, a happy, happy New, new year. year text.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. he's consistent.
0: Yeah, consistent on some level, yes. True, true. So I get the New Year text, and I was driving back to the shore that day. So it was the day after, two days after my brother's wedding, New Year's Eve, or whatever. So I'm driving back, I drop my sister off in the city, and then I'm heading down the shore. I get this New Year text, and I was like, you know what? I have no plans. He's from this area. I was like, maybe he knows something going on. So I said, happy New Year, like, any fun plans for tonight, yada
1: yada. So this is you like replying to his text, right? He was yeah. the one who texted you originally. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And so he said, oh, I think I'm just going to go to like a friend's house. He's having some people over a chill thing. You know, would you like to go? And I said, uh, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, like I'll yeah. go for a little bit. I might not make it till midnight because I was running low on sleep from the wedding. No, I
1: don't, don't, I can't imagine.
0: Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll let you know, like when I get into town and, you know, if you're still there, I'll come by and whatever so I was like okay I have something because I was in this mindset like I'm tired I don't want to do anything but then when you truly sit and do nothing there's a little part of you that goes well maybe I should have done something yeah right so right when I get back into town he um calls me because he knew I was driving and he was like hey um I actually like just left that party I really hope you didn't like start getting ready or anything um whatever so i said oh no I, i'm just pulling in like no problem at all i didn't even start getting ready like and i'm really tired and so then he was like well would you want to do something tomorrow and i said sure why not
1: why did he leave the party so early
0: um i'll talk about that on the patreon oh okay <laughs> sure <laughs> i was
1: yeah i understand that that came off a little weird
0: um there's a reason no, great, I'll, I'll, talk right, great. Well, we'll I'll talk about it later we'll talk about that later details yeah i'll save some details over there. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, yeah, and he actually even offered, um, I guess his sister was, like, having people over her house or something, so he was yeah. like, I feel really bad if you started getting ready. Like, I could go there, and we could just hang out there for a little bit, and I was, like, fighting, falling asleep already. It was, like, 9.30, <laughs> so I said, honestly, I said, I'll take it as a sign. I'm just going to go to bed early. Like, all good. Yeah. And so he said, let's get lunch or something tomorrow. So okay. that's where my, like, is this a date? I do
1: not know. Now I get it. And now I understand. Yeah. Right. The, the fun of meeting people in the wild, right? So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months and i have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home but without the alcohol
0: yeah and also it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor totally and they're they're delicious they're made with real fruit sweetened with agave and again zero percent alcohol so just a nice nice little flavorful drink
1: They're absolutely delicious, and you can get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences.
0: <laughs> so uh, he, we ended up going out. Um, he calls me to make a plan of where to go. He's like, where do you want to go? And I said, well, you know, what's open? It's New Year's Day. Some stuff might be closed, and he knows the yeah. area. So I was like, whatever you're in the mood for, I'm game. Um, so he said, okay, how about I pick you up? I was like, oh
1: oh okay oh. sir oh suburban living we're, different we're mo- we're moving more towards date territory
0: <laughs> right I was like okay and part of me was like eh, do I want to like but then I said I bet wherever we go might be closed and if we have to like hop around to another place easier if I'm just we're in the same car whatever true and uh, yeah uh, so he picked me up first place we go to not open till four. So it was open, but a later later start date than yeah. you know, whatever for New Year's Day. Uh and then we end up going to some other place. Uh it was so good, so delicious. I believe it's called Portos. I know this is very niche. I don't know, I don't know how many Jersey Shore listeners we have, but hey, someplace called Portos, Great Pizza. Yeah, real cute. Um but when he picked me up, little little kudos, extra points here. He calls me when he's like on his way, he's like, Hey, I'll be there in like five minutes. I said, Great, mm. I'm ready um he's like catching like oh is this the house i'm like yep 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 all of a sudden i hear i say oh great i'll be right out doorbell rings oh i was like oh and i go to the door it's him well i mean which i assumed but i was a little like
1: oh <laughs> hi <laughs> you it's, know so i was like oh hello it's funny how like that's such a small thing but i'm impressed by that as well i guess
0: i didn't expect it because he called me like i'm about to be there so i was like cool i'll come yeah, I'm out i to come out yeah. yeah, which I was like, "Oh, okay, extra bonus points, you know?" So I opened the door and he said hi. We, he gave me a little cheek kiss hello. So I was like, "Okay, I'm pretty sure this is a date. This right? feels extremely
1: datey at this point."
0: Right. And he even made a comment of like, "You know, I'm being a gentleman." Like, I
1: came to the door. <laughs> I was like, this, "Okay, this I I would put money <laughs> on this being a date."
0: Right. So I was like, "All right, date vibe, feeling it." Yeah. Um but honestly, I didn't mind. It, like, took us a while to find somewhere that was open. But I didn't mind because we were, like, immediately chat, 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 chat in the car. And yeah. super comfortable. And I was like, oh, this is this is the advice they say of don't be sitting, like, directly across from someone. And it's just, mm-hmm. like, easier to talk and everything. Um, I love that. Yeah. I had a really nice time. Um, I'm like, I'm not even sure what details to share or not. Because I was like, oh, we were just, like, chatting the whole time about, I don't know, everything, life, family, work stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: I just had a nice time. So then he dropped me off. Um, and yeah, I had a really nice time. I would definitely go out with him again. I have a weird gut feeling, though, that I feel like I will not hear from him to go out again for, like, at least a week. Interesting. Why? Um, Part of it's kind of a gut feeling of, like, I think part of it has to do with the last time we met, exchange numbers, it was like, oh, let's do something. Let's hang. Yeah, and then you didn't really. And then, like, ball got dropped. So it's a little bit of past behavior. But also, in talking to him on the date and stuff, um, he, like, runs his own business. And he started that a couple years ago. And he was talking about how he's been off for two weeks and then mentioned kind of, like, Sunday Scaries vibe of going back to work tomorrow. He's like, honestly, Mm -hmm. I've, I've been really stressed out, like, Okay, it's back to like, the grind and new year and, you know, talked about like a few different business goals he has that he really wants to push and reach. And, and here's the thing, I think that's great. In terms of dating. I don't know if I would like let that be an excuse. And cool with like, cool, I I hear from you three weeks later to go out again.
1: That's you know such a I mean? momentum killer. Yeah. Like it's like, okay, maybe you would go out again in three weeks, but like what are you really gonna build if you're seeing each other what once a month at that point?
0: Yeah. So that's more what it is, is like I don't knock you for putting your business first and that being your number one no, I mean interest.
1: That's his priority. I know I've
0: been there before with just hustling in comedy and being like, Well, I'm traveling a bunch of the next two weeks. I can't. Right. So I'll leave it at a like, we'll see. I don't I don't want this to sound negative that I'm like, uh, I don't know, but I don't know. I kind of got a vibe where I was like, I feel like I will hear from you again, but it's gonna be not soon,
1: yeah, well, so I'm glad you I'm had like, a good
0: time, yeah, I had a nice time, so to be honest, it was more fun than most of
1: the dating <laughs> updates I've been on. I mean if so, we're if we're thinking back to your goal of like going on dates you enjoy, I don't know if we're still doing that, but like yeah we did I, I
0: enjoyed. I had a great time. That's the thing. I yeah. was like, that's that's the only negative I have to say is I feel like momentum will die on it. Yeah. So is what it is. I'll hear from Valentine's Day, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. When's the next major? <laughs> maybe Martin Luther King Day. Maybe. maybe yeah. it'll, Maybe you'll get text.
0: Yeah. Maybe MLK Day. I'll get a. I'll get a nice little text. But we shall see. Yeah. We shall see. So it was kind of like a. I don't know. Pleasant surprise. Then I was like, you know what? I don't know why I keep getting these holiday texts, but why not? And I originally used it to be like. All right. Well, if you're not into me, maybe you got a friend. I'll go to this party. <laughs> yeah, and meet right. A <laughs> Let's go to this party and find out. <laughs> right. So I had a really great time. We'll see. Well,
1: I love it. Really your know, brother's I'm wedding was beautiful.
0: Yes, it was good. It was a great time. Uh, shout out to the new trend of doing like welcome parties now. Kind love of instead party. of, yeah, rehearsal dinners. Uh, because it just makes it easier to be able to get some FaceTime with everybody and talk
1: to yeah. everybody. Versus, like it like wasn't my wedding, but situation. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like we had tables because there was a buffet for like food, food for dinner, good cocktail hour type food as well. Um, But like, obviously, it's not my wedding, (laughs) but I still know like pretty much everybody coming. Yeah. So I also need to go around and make sure I say hello to everyone and play hostess a bit. So it was good. I made a little speech. It went good. It was short and sweet. The best. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm really happy. They seem really happy. I know it's a long day, Um, but it was great. Overall, great. Shout out to my mom and her mom and the bride and groom for planning a great party. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it looked great. I I know it wasn't technically New Year's, but I love like a New Year's vibe wedding.
0: Yeah, you could tell people were like very relaxed from holiday time, which is really nice. And then also, I didn't think about this, but they really didn't have to like spend money decorating the church at all because there were all these extra decorations due
1: to Christmas. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, flowers yeah. already there
0: yeah tons of flowers around and they actually had this looked really really great and i saw a preview of the the photographer photos yeah they had christmas trees that only had the christmas lights on them nothing else no ornaments no anything else and i've never seen that before but i was like oh aesthetically this actually it's really is pretty. really really nice yeah my mom does that really, yeah it's very pretty yeah so i was like oh Shout out to the church for that one. (laughs) The decor team of the church. Great. Crushing it, really.
1: That church decor team. Yeah.
0: So, chill bride, chill day. It all worked out. Yeah. So,
1: what about you? Anything with
0: you? How was your
1: New Year's? My New Year's was very fun. I have had a a whirlwind. I've only been home for three days, like back in New York for three days. Um, And I have had a whirlwind. Three days. I came home late Friday night. Got in late. PSA to everybody. I told you this already, but PSA to everybody that if you fly into JFK on JetBlue, they no longer have rideshare app pickups at their terminal. So just mm. be warned. Factor in, Very, in some extra time. Speaking of niche recommendations, but yeah, so I I struggled with three suitcases and Rory oh, for like a forty-five minute journey to a different tournament. Anyway. Um, so I got back, and then on Saturday night I played a Twilight volleyball tournament, which is an overnight tournament. Started at seven p.m. We left the gym around three a.m. or so. Damn! How'd yeah, you do? We didn't. We took third, which was oh, which sweet. was great. Um, and we barely skated by. So like the way the tournament structured, whatever. At the end, it's a bracket, right? So when you're in the semifinals, generally speaking, when you lose, you have to work the next game. Like you have to ref the next game. Okay. But the semifinals, there's only one next game. And so the way that it works is whoever loses first gets to leave. And the last loser has to work the finals. So, like, the joke is, like, if you're going to lose, lose fast
0: because you can leave.
1: Okay. Yep. So we lost very fast. (laughs) We took (laughs) – we really committed. All right. Um, But we had a great time. It was, like, three of my best friends were on the team. um, And then a bunch of my other friends had teams. And it was just, like – Such a great atmosphere. I just loved being around everyone. And a lot of people that are from Jersey who weren't coming into the city for New Year's, so I kind of got to see them, celebrate with them. Um, And then last night, we just went to a bar in Brooklyn, Royal Palms, where they have the shuffleboard. Oh, yes. Um, Very fun. Yeah. I've been on a few dates there. Great date spot. Very fun. Um, So we went there because they were doing like, you could do an open bar, but most of us didn't. And it was just free entry. There wasn't a cover at all, Mm -hmm. which I love. It was just a good vibe. Like We were dancing. We rented the shuffleboard courts. It was supposed to be for an hour, and then they kind of forgot about us, so we ended up just having our own whole shuffleboard thing for, like, the whole night. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So we were able to kind of, like, post up there, got food, danced. It was just – it was really, really fun. And, like, some of my best friends and just, like, a really – yeah, just a really good time. And I had decided – Took be a while to decide on my word of the year. Do you do words of the year? Is that a thing that you do? No, but usually my New Year's resolution
0: does center around some type of
1: theme. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so I don't have a New Year's resolution per se, but I do like words of the year. And this year I had decided that my word is intentional where I like really want to – I feel like I kind of like was on autopilot for a lot of last year. Mm-hmm and like some amazing things happened obviously all throughout right. last year but like i feel like i'm just like shit like where did 2023 go like i just was i had blinders on i was an autopilot so i want to be like more present and like intentional about the decisions i'm making and like the things that i'm doing and uh, across my whole life um and so i tried to do that and like sit in the word
0: <laughs> for lack okay. of a better
1: of better phrase last night which was really fun so I have almost no pictures as a result, but it was like a, it was just a really nice like IRL moment.
0: Yeah, I think I think you need that, especially if you are someone that is constantly on social media for work reasons. Exactly, I find then when I'm at holiday stuff,
1: I, I'm just like the last thing I want to do is be like worrying about what I'm going to post. Yeah. You know. Well, the the funny thing is though that my friends are so used to me filming and taking pictures and stuff that like usually we have like all these shared albums. Like pretty much every different subgroup, we have a shared album and we all upload mm-hmm. pictures after we do stuff. I'm usually uploading a lot of photos and videos. And so today people were like, "Wait, you didn't Oh, wait, what? We don't have any cuz <laughs> cuz I cause oh, we were just the- enjoying ourselves." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Sorry guys."
0: <laughs> yeah, right no it's yeah, true like, if you become the photographer it's it's a big burden yeah. to bear of the friend was, group you know
1: i was texting with one of my friends and she was like oh yeah hey like here's the here's the album link i was like oh i don't have any pictures she's like what are you talking about I'm Like that's it <laughs> like,
0: that's it <laughs> girl right. my word is intentional so
1: yeah so and and i don't like i didn't when i picked the word i didn't intend for it to mean that i'm gonna like spend less time on my phone because it's just not practical <laughs> like right I'm going to, but I, I liked kind of doing that for new years and kind of like setting myself on that path of really like living in moments.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to say, if I had to put a word to my resolution last year, I think mine was like quality. Mm. And then the number one thing I actually did it with was like clothing. Oh yeah. I was trying to be like, you know what? Let's, let's try to invest in like more expensive clothing in the sense of they're better quality the last, last longer, longer, but also or, yeah. the like, I love this. Like, mm. I should buy a new shirt and want to wear it immediately. Yeah, I love you that. know because I every season I would be good at at least like going through my closet and donating stuff to make room. <laughs> That's the plus side of New York. I was like <laughs> never have that well, much space. So right, yeah. If you buy something new, something's got to go. <laughs> right, exactly. So I was very good at like trying to do that. Like, okay, if I buy this thing, what does it replace? Blah blah blah. But essentially, I would find, like, something I loved to wear, I would wear a thousand times. And then there'd always be those pieces. You're like, I wore that thing once. And, like, why? So could it be an item I rent or something else? So I was doing Rent the Runway at first to kind of be, like, in that realm. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it was, like, it's hard to do at first, especially, like, if you're used to income-wise, trying to keep your costs as low as you can just, like, across the board in your life. Mm -hmm. But essentially realizing, like, Buying one pair of jeans for a higher dollar amount instead of three pairs of jeans for a lower dollar amount is infinitely better. So I tried to do that and establish that habit. So I feel like I did pretty good with that. And I usually also do something similar to I think you do. I also add a small habit in that I just try to do daily or create some type of habit. So um, what did I do last year? I'm actually forgetting. I think last year was posture. I tried to be like more conscious of how I was sitting. Yeah, yeah. Just now, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm not." Yeah, uh oh. oh, oh." (laughs) Oh, everybody listening, sit up, sit up, everybody. Um, (laughs) Right. So I did a few things. Like I got a laptop stand. I got like a a desk I could adjust the height to be like, okay, that'll help me in my posture. And that's like such a little thing that can go a long way. Yeah. So my small habit this year is this might seem gross, but I have a bad habit of like picking uh, my hair a little bit.
1: Picking your hair.
0: Like, I have, like, that under hair. Like, when my hair down, I have a habit of playing. Like, playing with my hair and indirectly is, like, picking kind of dead ends, which is very gross to say. All right? I'll admit it. It's a gross habit. Uh, But, yeah. I've I've already been trying to knock
1: that, but now I'm like, okay, no more. That's your focus. Last year, I made my bed every day. That's a good one. And I... Yeah. I didn't start it at the beginning of the year. I don't remember when I started it, but, like, I'm doing it, and I've, I've successfully, consistently did it. And I posted this on my story, but this year... I want to put dishes into the dishwasher when I'm done with them. That's a good one. That's, that's a harder yeah. one for you, I would say. I know. Well, you know what I realized today? Here's the problem. Is that, so I, I've successfully, I decided I wanted to do it when I got home from, from San Diego. So I've been doing it all weekend. And then today I ran the dishwasher. And then I had dinner right before we recorded. And then I realized, shit, now I have to yep. unload the dishwasher in order to mm-hmm. keep the habit. Yeah, so it's like laundry. Think that loading the, the
0: laundry is easy. It's folding it and putting it away that's hard.
1: Yeah, I didn't think it you all know? the way through. So we're working on it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna say my out my word for this year would probably be outsourcing. Mm. And that I'm like, you. I need to be better at like not taking on too much personally because things fall through the cracks. So yeah. I have a few things that I'm like, I'm gonna find someone or some way to outsource this work and also be willing to actually like invest some money in it. Cause that's the thing I've struggled with is like trying to justify, like, is it worth putting the money in? But I kind of am in a, like you got to invest in yourself a little bit more and put a little money in certain things with the intention or thought that that's going to come back to you with some type of income and be a payoff in another way. So I'm like, yeah, that's my number one thing. Outsourcing. I love that. Like out- outsourcing- You're for good me at that. You're better at that danger. than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, I cut off what you're saying.
1: No, but I, I, I do think I'm pretty good at it. But something you that- are. But not in all aspects of my life. But so that's something that I did try to do because my word of the year in 2023 was scalable. Mm-hmm. And it was actually really related to that because it was like, okay, if I want to take on more, I have to take on things that are going to be scalable. Like I can't just take on more and more and more and more and more. And part of making something scalable is outsourcing. And so I did like I, you know, leaned in more to the virtual assistant that we use for the pod, but I'm, you know, have her doing stuff for my personal content and it's been great. So I I love that for you.
0: Yeah. Especially once you have things off of your plate, it literally feels like a weight lifted. Yes. That I'm like, why didn't I do this earlier? That's always how I feel the minute I do it. I'm like, oh, you were stressing about that thing and you could have (laughs) just paid some money for it to go away.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can either save money or time, as they say. True, exactly. So, so, and there are outsource. there are some things where I'm choosing to save the money, and I'm like putting time into it. But then there's like, then to your point, stuff falls through the cracks, and you're like, well, now I'm doing neither thing. I'm not saving money or time because I'm not doing it at all.
0: Yeah, or I've learned I would rather pay someone to do some type of task, task like a let's say like a editing a video or something, right? Yeah, I'm like I've hit the point I'd rather pay someone else to edit the video, but then use that money that I was going to spend on like food delivery because I was too busy doing work to go cook for myself. Right. Go. So I was like, I spent too much money on food delivery. I did my yearly credit report look through and I was like, that was way too much. Yep. Uh, so I'm like, okay, I'll be less by coastal this year so I can have more time and more energy to be like grocery shopping, all that kind of stuff. So I'm like less money on food, more money on outsourcing. That's my, that's my new year's resolution. In I love a it. So I love it. yes, hopefully I stick to it. So
1: yeah, I uh, the dishwasher thing is already difficult, but I'm <laughs> persevering.
0: <laughs> you could do it. You could do it. I feel is good. It a, I is feel it a is it a putting it in the dishwasher immediately or end of the day you leave your kitchen
1: like no dishes in the sink? It's putting it in immediately because I mm. won't do it once it once it become once the the level of dishes becomes to a point where I would have to spend more time, then I'm not going to do it. Then it's like oh, now Got it's it. going to be a whole thing. All right. But it takes two seconds faith. to just like take the plate that I was just eating and instead of put it on the counter, put it in the dishwasher. Like it actually doesn't even take longer. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to th- convince myself of that. The the problem is now I have these clean dishes that I don't know what to do with. Well, I do know what to <laughs> like do the with them. The problem just- is now the dishes
0: are clean. <laughs> the problem I is that didn't they're clean. Think it through.
1: Oh, <laughs> woe is me. Woe
0: is me. My clean dishes. <laughs>
1: yeah like, so, imagine uh, if you didn't have a dishwasher that's, that's what you should remind oh, yourself i didn't have one wor- for
0: like seven years in new york yeah so. oh
1: when i first moved to new york i didn't have one either yep and i also oh. because the the shitty thing about not having a dishwasher in new york is typically that's coupled with also a really small apartment mm-hmm. so like not only do you not have a dishwasher but you also have like one square foot of counter space <laughs> yeah
0: you have to do the dishes you have yeah. no option but clear space clear mind it's true. proven to work so true So shout out to 2024 and all your resolutions.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Before we get to our listener questions, we've actually had a couple listeners write in about this. This like increasing, I don't know if I'm going to call it a trend per se, but like increasing discourse about like AI, but specifically Mm -hmm. about people in AI relationships.
0: Yeah. I uh, specifically saw one that was a man saying his AI girlfriend saved his marriage wild like not that she literally did because it's still a computer but having this relationship with this virtual girlfriend improved his life in other ways and i feel like a lot of people are probably hearing this right now being like i pray that never happens to me i mean (laughs) i am it's a bit bizarre to think about in here but uh i'm also like this is this might be somewhat of a future thing. This might become more common than it sounds I mean, right now. Now it sounds right now it sounds crazy. We're like, how could you have a virtual girlfriend or boyfriend?
1: But I don't know. Se- what what are your thoughts on this? It seems like it's already becoming more common. I wouldn't say that it's common, but it's it's increasing in like it's out there. I so I've never I will say I've never interacted with any sort of like virtual like really good AI mm-hmm. entity. So I, so I don't know like the full experience, but I have interacted. I've used chat GPT a lot. I've, you know, those kind of things. And like, they are pretty human-like when they respond to mm-hmm. you. Yep. And so I, I can see how that could feel like you're talking to somebody. And especially because in the pieces that I've read and we'll throw a, one of the articles that we saw in the show notes in case anyone's curious, but And one of the pieces that I saw, the guy was talking about how, like, it's just easier because this AI girlfriend or partner or whoever, like, they don't have opinions, really. They don't have (laughs) needs. They don't have – Like, they don't – They're not – They don't have problems. No. Like a real human does. And therefore – They're easier because you can just unload your problems and they just always focus on you and they always take care of your needs and you don't have to worry about focusing on them or taking care of their needs. And so I get it's terrifying, but I do get the appeal in some way.
0: Yeah, it's someone that's only concerned with you, right? I the the way that I could make this the most normal for myself is asking the question, what is the difference between an AI girlfriend and a therapist?
1: I think if you're actually asking the question. Yeah, like in the
0: context. It's like the therapist isn't going to tell everybody what you say to them. You feel like you could be open with them. They're all about you, hearing about you, trying to help you. Granted, you can't like mold your therapist to be exactly what you want. But I feel like a man using an AI girlfriend, I'm sitting there like, I feel like this is your form of therapy in a way.
1: The thing, the place where I feel like it differs, where I would worry is that like therapists are trying to help you, but they're also at least a good therapist is not doing it, (laughs) is not doing it at the expense of like, you're always right. And like, Mm -hmm. and you know, you're the best and everybody else in your life sucks. And I don't know if the AI girlfriends are always doing this. They're probably not. But like. Therapy, in theory, is supposed to, like, help you grow and develop to, like, be a better person to other people as well. True. And I don't know. I guess maybe as AI develops, that could be a thing. But I would worry (laughs) – putting aside the fact that I would think it was very weird if my partner was like, I have this AI girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I would also worry that it was just going to be, like, an echo chamber where like he would complain about things that were going on and then just have somebody be like yeah yeah that sucks yeah like get her you know i don't know if that's uh, what they're doing
0: yeah but i guess at the same time it's like does the ai girlfriend have the intelligence to be like and you should leave her (laughs) oh god like (laughs) like i don't i don't feel like it is i feel like they and i mean i i've never interacted with the virtual one so like literally you can have as if like how we're recording right now is essentially how you would be talking to an AI girlfriend or boyfriend you can make it look at how you want it to look whatever your preferences are um but i believe it still is like a chat gbt that it's like you ask it a question it'll find whatever information answer and throw something back to you i don't know but uh
1: yeah it's It's definitely interesting. If anybody out there, shoot us a message or, or a comment or a submission, com slash podcast, if like you know somebody who has actively interacted with these. Um, I know a girl sorry. that did – actually,
0: she's a podcast girl from Guys We Fucked, Corinne Fisher. Oh, yeah. So she had an AI boyfriend, but she was only doing the chat version of it.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: So that's another thing that I'm like, I wonder if women are more likely to have chat boyfriend – and men are more likely to have they want visual, visual girlfriend. I would assume yeah. yes. But um, one thing she said about it was like she was playing with it and tr- tried like sexting it uh-huh. to see like how would it be on that level. And she essentially said like she, f- she understood what the appeal could be in terms of like somewhat curing loneliness. Whether yeah. you're doing it through chat or virtually. But. Something that I'm curious is like if you are dating someone and then they have an AI girlfriend or boyfriend is that cheating?
1: We No, I don't think I don't think so, but it, I, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm cool with it. Right.
0: But I feel like a lot of people would argue it is or maybe it's emotional cheating, but yeah, not physical maybe. cheating.
1: Because one, one of the things that one of the men that has an AI girlfriend was saying in one of the articles that I saw was that, like, the guy who said it saved his marriage, the reason that he said it did is because he was getting so frustrated that he felt like his wife wasn't, like, caring for his needs. And mm. he stopped needing her to when this AI girlfriend was doing it.
0: But then it's like when you say needs, is it, like, literally just listening to you? Or are you getting a little sexual with the AI girlfriend, you know? I mean, I would assume it's both. I would assume it's both. Yeah. I don't, I truly don't know how I would handle this happening because it's like, if you got an AI girlfriend because you're just, you just need someone to vent to. And then you find that makes you better in our relationship and less like frustrated with me. Part of me goes, I guess good then. Yeah. But it's like the fact that you're calling it your girlfriend is the thing that I'm like, Oh, you're cheating on me. This is cheating. If you if you think of this person as your other girlfriend, that that I, I'm with you there. Then how how is that not you know? Yeah, I'm with you there. But I don't know. I think some people might make the argument. How is this so much different than porn? If you're being that's, sexual through another medium that isn't a human,
1: that's kind of where when I was like, huh, because. For that reason, because most people, not I don't know about most, but like many people don't consider porn cheating. I don't consider porn cheating. I don't either. So, yeah, I mean,
0: that's. Because on porn, you could be looking for your exact what you like, what you're attracted to, what kind right. of kink you have. And it's like you're essentially right. morphing that AI person to be that. Right. But I feel like maybe it's because. You know, I don't look as, at
1: porn as any com- emotional connection necessarily. I, th- I think that's the difference is that like this AI thing is like morphing and developing into more what you want. Where like porn, at least right now, I bet you it will get more personalized, but at least right now it is more like when you use the word generic, even though there is porn that is quite specific. Yeah. But it's not well, personalized to you, Erica, you know?
0: Yeah, I think the closest thing would be like POV porn, like point of view yeah. porn. Yeah, yeah. That I'm like, if anything, when I've like browsed porn, I'm not a big porn watcher, but when I've browsed it, the point of view porn made more sense to me than watching two people doing it. Oh, it's Like I was like, because I was like, well, at least I understand how you feel involved in this. Two people yeah, doing it. I'm yeah. like, I just feel left out. I'm like, oh, I'm everybody's getting laid. Everybody's getting laid but me. Okay, all right. Yeah, what a turn on in this corner, you know? <laughs> like, so... I don't know. I'm like, I, it's, I'd be very curious to hear what people think about this because yeah, I have conflicting thoughts. I'm like, I could use my brain to like justify it in some ways. but, But the real truth is like, if this is a private thing someone is doing, we don't fully know what they're doing with it. And I think that's yeah. the scary part. Porn, yeah. it's like, this is the video I watched. I could sit down and watch that same video and be like, cool, fine, don't care.
1: Yeah, right, but it's like a whole, yeah, you're right, I think, yeah, I, I think this would bother me, but who knows, maybe like 10 years from now, we're going to be like, of course we have AI boyfriends.
0: Yeah, how, how would I live without my AI boyfriend? <laughs> or, I don't know, this also just is in the, like, male loneliness stuff. Yeah. Where it's like, yo, true. men just need to be better friends to each other, all right? We're turning to AI yeah, girlfriends right? now. We need <laughs> This got created because men don't have deep
1: friendships. That's what happened. If men would have deeper friendships, we would not be having this problem. (laughs) We were actually talking about that at at New Year's last night because um, one of the only videos that I did take was like a – I actually never even posted it, but it was like a this is female friendship thing because we were all taking pictures in front of a like cute little background or whatever and we were like discussing them and like people were like crouching down on the ground, getting different angles, you know like women do when they're taking pictures of each other and the guys were getting so impatient and they oh, we yeah. were like, you can leave like you don't have to but We're doing this, you know? And they were like, Oh, it's just like, you're just going to like take pictures of her for this long. And we're like, yeah, because we want her to get something that looks good. And then we're going to all talk about which one should be the best one and all this stuff. And then we like got into this whole conversation about men's friendship versus female friendship. And it was just interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, or that's just how men take no photos of themselves. Yes. So sometimes a profile that's too good for a man, pictures wise, you're like, I don't trust this. You know, you have a little bit AI of like, why, why do you have Yeah, so many pictures or I've, I've definitely seen AI photo profiles for sure.
1: Yeah, there, there have been there have been stories of people who like went out with people and then found out that the pictures that they had used were like AI photos of them. So like technically built off of them, but like enhanced with AI, which is. Nuts! Interesting to say the least. Very. So. I don't so, know. Yeah, give us your thoughts, people. Let us know what you think.
0: Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious. We should put maybe we'll put up a poll. Is using an AI girlfriend cheating?
1: Yeah, got good, good idea. <laughs> so we'll chat. We'll chat about the results next week.
0: Listen up, guys! If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are. I think over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets if you want to come experience some magic live. We want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week.
1: It is my birthday that week. So and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to com slash live to find an easy link also in our bios to get those tickets and we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet talk to everybody somewhere in the area
0: yeah so make sure you come dc comedy loft thursday march 21st and if you want to check out some stand-up i'm going to be there all weekend so friday and that saturday i'll be doing stand-up shows start swiping on hinge bring a date have a good time and you'll you can come and meet Allie's mom which we still have some spots left on our portugal trip and a little update on that a few of you reached out to us about Hey, I want to come either, unfortunately I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt, I want to come with my sister, I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind, half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come, doesn't matter, you are
1: welcome to join. Travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmisterheight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you.
0: Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. Yes. All right. Uh, We got fan
1: questions today. We have fan questions. I can read you the first one. This one's a bit of a long one. Yeah, crush of a crush or crush on crush of a crush. Crush crush crush. Crush on friend of a friend. Okay. I, 28 female, have a long one for you, but I really need some help. I've had the biggest crush on a friend of a friend for years and don't know what to do about it. The female friend of mine has a male coworker I've been enamored with for about five years. When I first met him, it was a love at first sight moment for me and we hit it off immediately. Unfortunately for me, my friend also had a crush on him and they hooked up once. This was five years ago, both me meeting him and them hooking up, and since then, my friend has met a wonderful girlfriend she's crazy about. In the time since, the friend and I have both seen other people, some seriously, but it both technically remained single. My friend and the coworker ended up living together, so we've all remained close, including regular meetups and even international holidays all together. I've thought about telling him over the years how I feel, but always chickened out. The closest I ever got was telling my friend and another friend that I was attracted to him, which I'm fairly sure got back to him. He kind of acts like he knows I like him, we're really flirty, and I know he at least sees me as a friend independent of our relationship with the other friend. However, anytime I text him, he doesn't really respond. It's only really when I see him, maybe once every other month, that we talk. Recently, we were all out together in the city that he lives in. I moved about a year ago to another country temporarily and will be back in the new year.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. He and I ended up staying out late alone, and he walked me to my hotel, stopping midway for another drink. My question is, what the hell do I do? I don't want to jeopardize my friendship with him or certainly with my other friends, and I have no idea if he actually might like me, but there's crazy chemistry, and I don't want to miss my shot. Should I have tried to kiss him on the walk back while we were for once alone? I've been assuming if he liked me, he'd make a move, but I don't know for a fact he knows I like him. Or is this all doomed and I should just accept and enjoy our flirty, lovely friendship for what it is? Help and thank you.
0: Okay. There's like seven questions in this question.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. This is a lot, like five years. This has been happening for a, a while.
0: Yeah. Um, so let me say this. If she just said the beginning part that I think some people listening might have similar situation, a friend of your good friend, and you might even have, ooh, they hooked up once years ago, yeah. whatever. Uh, if I only had whatever the first half of this before she asks the question, I think the move is you have to straight up ask your girlfriend, your close friend. Yes. Hey, I got a little thing for so-and-so. I would like to maybe ask them out, make some kind of move. Would that be okay with you? How do you feel about that? Yeah. And that's it
1: yeah without the, with, the without the rest of the context because i have different feelings knowing the rest of the context of the story but like yes just that like that beginning part i don't think that my feelings on the question have no have nothing to do with the fact that he and her friend have hooked up
0: yeah either way whether they hooked up or not i'm like you run it by the friend you yeah. get their feel on it because if your friendship is truly important to you that comes first yes and
1: you'll get a and- read you know And hopefully, most likely, if it's been five years and that friend is now in a relationship, they're not into that person anymore, like, I hope that that friend gives you the green light. Like, Mm -hmm. that would kind of suck if they didn't. But yes, I agree. That's your first step.
0: Yeah. I've, I've personally had some friendships damaged due to people making moves on friends of friends. And what I didn't like was, like, it happening behind my back. Oh, yeah. Because essentially, I found out from one of the people and not the other person yeah and then there's this weird game of i know but do i gotta act like i don't know do i call it out what right do i have here to be a little bothered right so i'm like from personal experience i'm very like be transparent yeah
1: especially because in this in and in the situations you're talking about this is true too like she met the guy through her friend it's not like they're like like he was very clearly that person's friend yeah i think that makes a lot of sense
0: Right, because here's the other difference with these scenarios. Are you trying to hook up with this person, or are you trying to date this person?
1: She says enamored, so I'm guessing she wants to date him. Right. But But I agree, that's important. But I
0: think a lot of people go, oh, I'm not going to stand in the way of love. However, I will stand in the way of sex. (laughs) (laughs) Because you two hooking up could really fuck up my vibes with people and my workplace, and that's not worth it. Okay, right. it'll be like, worth it for you guys really giving it a shot. But just to hook up, come on. Like
1: find somebody else hot that you can sleep with. Like yeah. there are plenty of other people that you could go out and hook up with. Yeah, I exactly. I, I totally agree with you. I don't think that's her scenario, but no, definitely yeah, uh, definitely consider that.
0: But that's my rule. All right. So starting up top with that. But now we yes. have all this extra information. So what are you thinking?
1: So I think the fa- the the sentence that I continue to come back to as I think about this is that I'm going I'm to, I want to quote her directly. She says, I don't know which sense? but yes. <laughs> <laughs> she says, anytime I text him, he doesn't really respond. Very telling. That doesn't feel like somebody who likes you. And like, nah. that sucks. And like, I, I'm sorry. Like that. And maybe he is flirty in person, maybe on purpose, maybe not. Maybe, maybe he just has that vibe. Maybe you do have chemistry, but somebody who's interested in you is going to respond to your texts. Yes, hundred percent.
0: Even if he kept like it'd be different. She said we text. I try to get flirty. He doesn't flirt back. It's like different. he's he's not really answering you. Very telling across the board. because yes. even if you were trying to just be friends with this person, I'd say, well, sounds like a shitty friend.
1: Agreed. Yeah. If you yeah, if you put the lens on it of like, yeah, let's just say this is a friend, and you're like, yeah, I have this friend. Every time I text them, they don't really respond, but we do hang out every, when we see each other in person. I'm like, what kind of friend is that? Yeah,
0: I wouldn't be calling that a good friend.
1: You know? No. So unfortunately, I don't. I don't think that he is into it. Given that,
0: yeah, yeah. Especially, she said she thinks her thinking he's cute got back to him. I'm like, a lot of times that's kind of the only little seed you got to plant. Mm-hmm. So whether that's true or not, I'm like the fact that you're showing some interest and you don't feel like it's reciprocated, I think is the most telling sign.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. And yeah. I, I, it sucks. Cause I've been in like l- long time ago now, but like been in a situation where I was like, man, like it feels so flirty and like, we're both into this, but yeah, I don't think so.
0: Yeah. And like, the thing after that they hung out, he walked her home, they ended up stopping for a drink, all that stuff. This person could just want to keep the door open for you potentially hooking up, which means yep. they're going to be doing the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. So the bare minimum is when they see you, they're acting fun, they're nice to you, blah, blah, blah. They want to keep the door open. Can you blame them? No. But men like to kind of keep those those options open. They don't They don't love so much shutting the door on a thing.
1: Yeah, or he's like a – there are a lot of people that are just kind of go-with-the-flow people. So it's like you guys were out. He wants to stay out. You happen to be with him. Like yep. it's it doesn't necessarily mean, oh, he stayed out to hang out with me specifically. I've been in that scenario too, mm-hmm. even on dates. We're like, you'll go on this like long marathon date and you're like, oh, that was so much fun. And then the other person doesn't want to go out again. And you're like, wait a minute, why not? And then it's just because they were just going with the good time. Exactly. So
0: I think, I think you were correct to not make a move. I think yes. making a move would be forcing this a little bit. Agreed. Um, I think you've had enough time of knowing this person and enough opportunities that something could have happened, whether it be a date or just a physical move that I would, I would just, I, I would take it as an L personally. I'd be like, well. The opportunity has shown enough times something would have happened. You know, he fucks people. He fucked your friend. So it's, you know what I mean? It's not like you've never heard of this person hooking up with anyone. In fact, he hooked up with someone you know. So I think uh, one not really worth jeopardizing the friendship because even you texting him trying to be flirty is behind your friend's back a little bit. Yeah. She wasn't direct with the friend. She said, oh, I find him attractive. Okay. Yeah. Not. I find like plenty of people attractive it. that I'm not making a move on. Yeah. But. Yeah. So I'd say I'd say take the elements. I don't think it's worth messing up a friendship or. You know, he had the opportunity. Totally agree. So, unfortunate, but there's plenty of fish in the sea.
1: And feel free to update us. Also, by the way, yes. you guys can uh, you can write back into the same form, findingbistahire.com/slash/podcast, and choose update. We will uh, we'll read your update on the air. Yes. We'd
0: love to hear it. Okay. Defining slow burn. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I'm a 31-year-old female Started to get starting to get back into dating and having a great time so far. I know on the podcast you've talked a lot about going for the slow burn, which I love. I totally agree that the spark is usually anxiety. But as I'm going on dates, mostly from dating apps, I'm realizing that I can't quite tell the difference between the slow burn and liking the person as a person, but maybe not as a romantic relationship. For example, I've been on three dates with a very wonderful guy who I'm liking getting to know. They met on Hinge. But on our third date, which was a very potentially romantic date, he cooked dinner, brought it to a picnic spot with great views of the city. Very cute. Very cute. I didn't feel particularly attracted to him. I was open to a first kiss going into the date, but it didn't happen. And honestly, I was okay with it. But I did have a lovely time, and I think he's so sweet and considerate and interesting, and our dates have been really nice with great conversations. How do I know if it's a slow burn or if I'm just not romantically interested? I'm at a place in my life where I'm not really looking for more friends. I love my active social life, so I don't
1: know what to think. Thanks. So... I've definitely been here and I I am a big proponent of the slow burn and Mm -hmm. like for me, people that I felt crazy, sparky chemistry with on the first date have not gone good places. Same. I think by date three or four, I want to feel that attraction is building and I haven't had an, an experience where I haven't kissed somebody by then and then it ended up like, turning into something where I was really attracted to them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like, I've had to kind of make that environment happen a little bit more. So, like, if I'm thinking about this picnic date, I don't know how they were kind of set up, but, like, try to sit a little bit closer to the person. Like, do some, you know, incidental touching. You know, like, uh, you know, touch their arm, touch their leg. Like, kind of, like, get into their space a little bit. Make sure your body language is kind of open to them. And see if you can kind of start to feel that build she did say that she was open to a first kiss going into the date because a lot of times when I hear people being like, oh, I can't even imagine kissing them, then I'm like, yeah. "That that's tough. Like if you that's can't even picture it, that feels like a really tough hurdle to get over. This feels like she's open though. Honestly, I might go for it on the next date and just see what happens.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on the kiss thing because when I've felt I was somewhat like pushing myself to go on more dates because I didn't feel the attraction yet it's like third date and my initial reaction to them kissing me is no and I don't want that then I'm like okay I gave it a fair shot the attraction hasn't grown you know let's kind of end this here but I would agree that I'm like the fact that you were down for something physical to happen I think actually does show that you are attracted to them yeah and I would I would I was going to say my number one thing with this is just I would say go on another date Agreed. Go on another date, even if you don't yourself make the physical move, whatever. But I'd be like, go on another date. And if you really want to be bold to try to make it happen, I I think you got to literally put kiss in a sentence and throw
1: it out there. You could even do it before the date. Mm -hmm. Like you could even say something like a little bit flirty going into the date of like, oh, you know, I'm I'm ad-libbing on the spot, but like something like, you know, oh, maybe we'll have a good night kiss this time. Or like... You know, or I, you know, wish I would have kissed you at the picnic, something like that to like, Mm -hmm. throw it out there so that you maybe don't have to make the actual physical move when you're on the date, but you're planting that seed that you're open to it and you would like him to. Yeah, you're
0: giving him the green light, essentially. Yeah. Which is what most people are worried about is not what's kissing you going to be like, it's are you going to receive this? Are you okay with this? Yeah, because and that's where it gets intimidating.
1: Chances are, this is a generalization, so I apologize in advance, but chances are, like when we think back to the Jared Freed episode when Jared was on and he was talking about like, this guy is not most likely not in the same situation you are where he's trying to decide if he's attracted to you. Yep. He, he most likely is. He is. You've gone on three dates. He's attracted yeah. to you. Yeah. He would be physical with you. So you know there could be a variety of reasons why he hasn't been yet you know ranging from like he's not comfortable with that yet to he's not sure if you are who knows but i say put it out there and and i agree go on another date and let us know what happens i was gonna say when you're
0: planning it and you pick a spot or whatever i i feel like i'd be like i mean sounds like a great place for a first kiss (laughs)
1: love that
0: sounds like a great place to make out like put it out there in that sense or i mean i've been bold enough that i've been like you know what do, you, what do you want to do next? I feel like we should make out. <laughs> like, just throw it, it, it out there. You got to get the word on the table, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I really like it. I'm thinking back to um, Billy Joel on our first date when he was walking me to the train. And he said, like, oh, I, I was thinking I could walk you to the train and maybe give you a good night kiss. And I was there like, yeah. You know? And so, like, that was obviously in the reverse. But, like, an example of putting it out there and seeing how it lands with the other person... Mm -hmm. and then i let him know that i was open to it and then we kissed
0: yeah because some people just aren't also big pda people and that's what makes them nervous is like i want to kiss you in this bar but i don't like that there's you know 20 people in here yeah but like walk to the train walk home i can be in front of your door with privacy
1: that there's no one around yeah you could also use that actually and say something about how like oh you know like i'm you know, wanted to kiss you, but we were in the middle of the park, or like some. You know, you could say something like kind of cheeky like that. I'm excited. This is exciting. Yeah, do the back
0: of the Uber. You know, spend the twenty bucks or whatever just to get a little private moment for a kiss. You know,
1: love it. So, thank you for emailing. I'm excited for this. Yes. I am very excited. This actually. This I also have to thank this listener because I am now excited to go on dates and maybe have a first kiss. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, we all be- my first kiss of
0: 2024. Let's go. Yeah, but I think the the slow burn for me just is am I becoming more attracted to them? So it's it sounds yeah. like you're experiencing a slow burn with this
1: person. Uh, it sounds like it. Yeah, there's because some people I will get we will get questions and things where somebody's like referencing the slow burn, but like the words they're using are like I am not attracted to this person. Yeah, and I'm very like different. that. That doesn't sound like a slow burn. That sounds like somebody that you don't want to date.
0: Yeah, there's also the Which saying is, you you don't know until you kiss it. You ever heard that? I have
1: not, but I agree. <laughs>
0: Yep, that it's agree. like a lot of times people will surprise you, you know? You're on the mm-hmm. fence. You get a good kiss. You're like, I'm in. I'm okay. in. Okay, we got a little heat here. Okay, yes. feeling it. I'm so excited to make out with somebody. I, that's <laughs> what I'm saying! <laughs> I'm like, now I'm just telling advice to myself.
1: Now I'm like, go, go, make out, Allie. Yeah. go make out,
0: Ellie. Go make out with someone.
1: someone. <laughs> I, I, um... So, we didn't there was there wasn't an opportunity for a New Year's kiss last night cuz my friends and I were doing like we had like a girls thing going on. Um but there was a guy at New Year's, ran- random quick aside. There was a guy at New Year's that I like don't know that well that somebody brought that I was I was asked if I maybe wanted to make out with him. Really? By yeah. like the mutual friend? Uh yeah, well not the actually not the one that had brought him, but like another another guy that was there. Oh. But you so, said no. I, I said no. Yeah. Why'd you say no? He's a lot younger, and he was also really drunk. Okay, eh, understandable. Yeah. So the it's more it's more so the second part. He was really drunk. Mm. So I, I just like, was like. Well, would you give it a shot for a date? So, let's no. say that guy follows up and is like, "Hey, great to meet you." No, he's not a he's not a dating too young? prospect. Yeah, he's too young. All right, fair. Yeah. Just but, it, but, it, it just, but, it, but it it, got me excited to maybe make out with someone in the future because I was like, right. I don't want to make out with him, but I would like to make out. You're like, people want to
0: make out with me. That's all yeah. I needed to hear.
1: People want to <laughs> kiss me. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Next question is about reconnecting with an ex. Three years ago, I went on five or six dates with this guy. It felt like we were both into it, but just at different places. I was looking for a serious relationship. He wanted to keep things casual. He was super busy with grad school and maybe getting over his ex. In hindsight, I was probably naive and thinking, you know, maybe I could change his mind. But I also felt like even though he said he wanted to keep things casual, I got the sense he didn't actually know how to do that or had never done that before because we were hanging out frequently and doing cute date stuff. We never had an official end, but it also wasn't a ghost. Sort of like we had a conversation over text that ended at a normal spot, and then neither of us reached out again. But I was kind of taking his lead at that point to figure out what he meant by casual, and turns out that meant nothing at all. LOL. (laughs) I was bummed and confused, but I moved on. Soon after that, I met someone I dated for a year and a half, moved away for grad school for two years. We broke up. Then I moved back to the area. I was back on the dating scene and was on my first first date since my ex going on a walk on a trail. And I ran into this guy from three years ago, walking his dog right at the start of the trail. My date was in front of me, but I made some intentional eye contact with the guy from three years ago, said hey, but kept moving as it was obviously a weird situation. I think he recognized me too. It was definitely obvious that I was on a first date. Anyway, I had already thought about reaching back out to him and this felt like a sign, but I wasn't sure how to do it or what to say or if it's a lost cause given how it ended. I also don't know if he's still single. Tried a little social media stalking, but he hasn't posted in like over a year. And there aren't any obvious girls tagging him either. Thoughts? Do I go for it or is this a bad idea? The go for
0: it, I'm actually very neutral on because I feel like the outcome is going to be the same.
1: That he's still like, not looking for something?
0: Like he ran into you. He recognized you. Yeah. I think she's a little in her head about she was with a guy. So she's assuming, oh, he's not going to reach out to me because I was with another guy. Right. I doubt
1: it. I doubt that would be the reason.
0: Yeah. So I'm neutral on this because I feel like, let's say she does reach out to him. You're going to get your answer either way of like, if he's interested and would he want some type of dating situation. Yeah. Versus if you were to say, let me, you know what? He ran into me. He's aware I'm back in town. You know, if he wants to go out with me and try things again, he's got my number. He could find me. I feel like either route you go, you'll have the same outcome is my take on it.
1: Yeah. I don't know what you're thinking. He was really honest the last time they dated about where he was at in terms of yeah. like he only wanted something casual. So because of that, if you reach out to him and he still only wants something casual or he's dating somebody, I'm I'm confident you're going to get honesty because you did before. Mm-hmm. And so I think the worst case scenario is that you reach out and he either doesn't respond or isn't interested for whatever reason. Right. And like – you're no worse off than you are right now and maybe better off because you're not wondering about it anymore.
0: True. So that's why I'm like, I feel like you'll get your answer either way. Yeah. I guess I'm a little more in the boat. Like if he didn't want to really date you years ago, I didn't, I don't buy the excuses that you were given. Yeah. But I, I. I have the question with any ex, you know, what has really changed? you know like I someone's like oh I'm still getting over my ex it's like you know a really easy way to get over an ex is someone else really piques your interest so I would feel like oh I didn't really pique your interest genuinely
1: yeah and that is that's something that I would definitely be curious about if the answer is yes like let's say she reaches out to him and he's like yes I'm open to trying again let's go out I would be I would have questions so if she reaches out what do you feel like she should send this man I think you got to be really straightforward about why you're reaching out because otherwise you might end up in like a purgatory or in like a like a limbo of like he doesn't know if you're just saying, hey, like I think like, hey, like I think that was you, right? Like on the trail this morning, I'm back in town, thought I'd shoot my shot and see if you might want to grab drinks. And like say something like shoot my shot, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be that phrase, but say something like that so that it's very clear that you are asking him on a date. Or like seeing if he's interested in a date, rather.
0: Okay, so upfront, but not fully upfront of intentions. Yeah, because saying "shoot my shot, let's get drinks," I think does keep a casual door open a little bit, and I'm not anti. Because yeah, I think, I think, you think you can if have... it was me, I would hesitate, and this is just me and how I am. I would hesitate to send a text that's like, "Hey, saw you on the trail. Um, just want to let you know I'm back in town. Like, let's catch up sometime. Whatever, whatever I say, let's go out." Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. I feel like then on the date, I would have it be like a catch up kind of casual up top. How you been? And then I would say, look, to be honest, like I reached out because I've always kind of had a little curiosity of like, what if we were to try this? Mm -hmm. And I would essentially see what they said. And I probably would just leave it as like, it's great to see you. And, you know, if you want to go out like for real, but I'm not looking for like a casual thing like we had last time, you know, call me, let me know. And so that's that's up to whoever's emailing in because it's like, look, if you're like, I would rather put it all on the table than put it all on the table. You know, I'm not anti yeah. what you said,
1: Allie, but just. No, I, I think but I would think I would do the same thing as you. So say like shoot my shot and see if you want to get drinks. But like, don't you don't need to go into the whole thing until you get on the date. I think you also can if you want to. I don't think the outcome is going to be any different. Yeah. Um, but so if it feels better to you to not even end up on that date, if he's still in that casual place go ahead and say it up front. But yeah, I, I say go for it.
0: Yeah. It was enough to be on her mind to email us. So <laughs> Very like, true. I'm like, it's clearly on your mind. If you got to reach out and get rejected, I'm also on team that because I've done that to myself even being like, Erica, you know this is a no.
1: Close that but, door.
0: But I need to sometimes learn the lesson twice. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Is what it is, you know? I get it. Uh, so that's all our questions for today. If you guys want to submit us any questions, head to findingmrheight.com slash podcast and especially any updates of any questions we've answered throughout the Finding Mr. Height history. All right? Let us know. We want to know how yes. you guys are doing, whatever your updates are, because uh, I like to hear the feedback, you know?
1: Yeah, the updates are always great. And also at findingmrheight.com slash podcast, you can check out the Portugal trip that Erica and I are doing with our moms in October, book a ticket to that, and also check out our live show schedule, January 20th in New York City and March 21st in D.C.
0: Yes, New York City tickets are going fast. So they if you are, want to actually. come, I think it's going to sell out. So get your tickies
1: and we'll talk to you next week.
0: Bye. Say goodbye.